Welcome to the Known Legacy Podcast, by Dads for Dads, coming at you from the Lone Star State Cigar Shop in Allen, Texas. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your host, Bill and Travis. So, uh, well, good morning, uh, Known Legacy people. How you doing? My name's Travis. And I'm the guest. Oh. Hey, Mike. How you doing? <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Bill's Just, over there sucking down coffee. What's, this, so what's going on, This Bill? is some really good coffee. Thanks, man. I don't know really? who uh, I don't know who made this. Oh, wait. Th- uh, this is this coffee. Uh, it, it always invigorates us every time we're on the podcast, doesn't it? It does invigorate us. It is probably uh, a favorite of mine. I would say it is a it is the favorite of mine in all of Allen, Texas. Possibly the world. Oh, wow. And you are a world traveler, so that I would am, make sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, no offense, Korea. It was better than the powdered mix I had in Korea. Folgers? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a... Freeze dried? I, I didn't really know what I was eating. I just kind of poured it into a hot, hot water and I was good to go. And anyways, but we, speaking of coffee, we have uh, the owner of the, the well, soon to be Armored Armor Coffee. Armor Coffee. Which yes, is sir. now built. He's, you, see, you have amazing... This makes me so mad. Every time we have someone on, they have an amazing voice. I feel like you and I sound like Muppets. Yeah. And they yeah. actually sound like real like, men. Like, like the two guys <laughs> up in the... the <laughs> for the hell of it! <laughs> Bunch of losers. You, you guys want me to get my nails on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, there's a little bit better hair. <laughs> Today we got I'm from Mike. Milwaukee. I got the worst accent in the world, man. It's, uh, you I mean, sound amazing. You sound Thanks. amazing. Thanks. So, Thanks. you know, there's a... Thank but you, anyways, we have Mike. Todrick, yeah, that's right. Who is on right. the on, on the podcast today? We're so glad to have you Thanks. here. I'm glad to be here. We're Proud to be here. Yes, it's gonna be a good day. It'll be a great day. I'm gonna help create a legacy. That's a it, man. Legacy. A no- Look at this guy. Yeah. He already we we already we already paid him for that. He, he, the branding that he's pulling out right now is fantastic. Well, I appreciate the shameless plug for Armor <laughs> Coffee. It's uh, it's great. Oh, it's Which not fun. shameless. I need this. This <laughs> is my addiction. Hey, man, when you when you know you got a problem, with, you end up buying a coffee shop because you drink so much of it. It's That's like it. it's the yeah. only way I could continue to fund my addiction was to just buy it, <laughs> resell it. So, so not to do anything with the podcast, but how'd you end up buying the coffee shop? Like, what was your thought process, and how'd you end up there? Because that's a big adventure. Yes, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And I say to so, I would say, since I've known um, myself, I've wanted to own a business and that's had cool. this entrepreneurial drive. My path has taken a very different trajectory. When you know, going through high school, I'm a West Point graduate, was in the military. There's a lot of linear movement in my life. And then after the military, I joined Corporate America, which has been phenomenal. I still work for a very, very, very good company within within Corporate America. And I love what I do. It's in the medical device space. Nice. Um, but as I, as I came to understand my passions and what I wanted, it was more about building something, creating mm. something, mm. and following yeah. that passion that I believe God's put in my heart, right? So coffee wasn't the, the main aspect to it. It was about creating and building and, and, and owning a business that makes can impact people. Nice. Um, and to me, a coffee shop is, in you know, I hate to say it, it sounds cliche to say it, but it is in its form the modern day church. It's a connection point and people come together. Yeah. No argument it's, here. It's, you know, the, the baristas are becoming a culture of where the, you know, the old school guys would go and, you know, hang out with their bartender and talk to them. And now it's, it's the old be- barbershop. It's kind of right. That's yeah. exactly right. You it's know, and we don't have barbershops like that anymore. For and, sure. uh, so, yeah, you're creating yeah. A, a third space, as some would That's say, exactly the orange right. space or the green space for green people space. to connect that is not work and not home. And so That's right. 
well done. Well, man. it blends together, right? Yeah. And, and that's and you know, I had a whole other business plan that was being built out. It was a co-working shared workspace because I am a remote employee, and I felt there was a big need for it. And yeah. although that there's a significant number of of shared office spaces out there, I wanted to do something that was more accessible to everyone. And yeah. so the idea was to put a coffee shop into it to make that mm. the kind of the free area that people go because if you go to Starbucks or any other you know local coffee shop, it's you know in the middle of the day, it's laptop central. And so yes. I was wanted to build something that was connected to them and. You know, got at a different plan, and as I was, I already had, I'd signed a letter of intent to another lease spot, and that same day I signed that letter, an email pops up from a broker, and I'm sitting over at Village Coffee, you know, soon to be Armor, and I'm reading this, I'm like, okay, coffee shop, Allen, Texas, it was, <laughs> I'm like, wait, there's only one, co- there's two, three, four coffee shops <laughs> next to the event center, I'm like, this place is for sale. <laughs> Like, I'm what? sitting. I'm sitting in right the, here. Yeah. Here I am. And, and that was my spot. I worked there three to four days a week. When That's I, awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Again, it, I, I look at this as a total God thing. And the prior owners were great. They're strong Christian. Oh yeah, they're amazing well. guys. Yeah. Yeah. And we just bonded, connected. There's a lot of of things that I wanted to do with the shop that you know they you know they wanted it to go to the next level. So as we 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 don't we both believed you know we talked for about an hour the first day and you know I was like hey is this hey you know is this weird to kind of come up and be like are you selling this place? He's like yeah but don't tell anyone. I'm like well it's on the internet. <laughs> it's on the interwebs. It's sure. everywhere right I'm now. I trust everything on the internet. <laughs> it's exactly. You and Ariana Grande are everywhere at this point. So. so yeah. Anyway, you know, fast forward six months. Here we are. We're in this uh, crazy, awesome adventure. That's and awesome. So, so, so let me ask this honest question because sure. this is a podcast for dads, not for entrepreneurs. Although many dads should be entrepreneurs. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. 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 And so you work in corporate America. I do. Um, I'm sure that's a 40, 50 hour a week job. Yeah. You know, you own a coffee shop. I do. Um, and you have. Uh, a wife and then you have a kids Three and everything kids. else yeah. how how do you balance all of that because that's where i think a yeah. lot of guys find themselves just empty right and they want to invest in the kids they want right. to invest in the family but at the end of the day the, the 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 grind of the rat race is just destroying them yeah. so how are you able to navigate all the 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 balls that you have in the air yeah, I said balls, um, and keep it focused and moving forward. And Man, having just... a chance to follow you guys on, on Instagram, you do an amazing job investing in your family and your kids. So how yeah. do you do that, man? What are some of the principles that maybe you've been able to work out or figure out? Yeah, it's it it's almost feels like a loaded question in a lot of ways because you, you're you know how am I doing it? I would rate myself, and I'm sure anyone in, during the the walk of it's like horribly I'm balancing horribly right, right. that's what it feels like it's probably um, a good place to be though <laughs> if we right. feel like we're screwing up at least yeah. we're going to be proactive yeah but, but I think the point is what I'm saying by saying that is is that I don't know if it's ever going to be figured out in a way where like I feel yeah. completely comfortable with 100% of my family and 100% of my career 100% everything and I don't know if that's how we're built because when we're in this comfort zone I think when we're too comfortable, we become complacent yeah. and we become lazy and then we become bored and then, then all these other things end up entering your life that are that are not healthy, right? right. Yeah, yeah. So to me, the balance is this. Um, there's 24 hours in a day. And if you, if you try to do everything, you probably will fail at everything. Right. Um, but you have to make time for yeah. it. So to me, it's, it's, you know, it's, a, it's the mental reality of that. And, you know, you and I talked a little about, about yeah. this. It's, it's, I always think about what is going to be remembered. Like, it, mm. is, if the thing that I'm doing right now doesn't matter, doesn't bring the business forward, 
doesn't, you know, make a connection, you know, to additional sale on this other business or recruitment that makes a difference to the person who employs me, and it's just filling, it's just yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. then it is just stuff. Then it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. make any impact because that time then can be reinvested to my family, my kids, or my wife, right? Yeah. Um, the uniqueness, and as I said, I do, I am a remote employee in a lot of aspects, um, the uniqueness of my career field is, is that I've had to figure out a way to blend my life together that I've, I've, I've never worked in an office since I've been, you know, post-military. Um, it's always been in the field, you know, you know, there's no nine to five. I've right. never had a nine to five. So with that, it's, it's the compartmentalization that as men, we like to do. We like to say, okay, works work. My friend's a friend and I act this way with this person. I go, you know, I got to ask act different with my boss. I've, over time to strip that down and said, Mike mm. is Mike. It's who I am. It's and a lot easier. It, it is. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, yeah. right? Because especially with my wife and she, you know, she's on, you know, very large following on Instagram and her life has become very public and, um, and that's, you know, continuing to evolve. It's, it's was uncomfortable at first, but through just being who I am and letting people see it, it's realizing that we judge ourselves a lot more than other people do. Yeah. I think we we look at ourselves mm. and and mm. other people. That's a good point. Yeah. So you you know, how many times you go and I'm like, oh, what am I wearing, man? I look like crud, man. I getting this belly on me. And the reality is, I never go Are out. Are you and in look, my head, man? <laughs> but, <laughs> You're in my head, man. Get out. But but honestly, God, think about this. When have you been out and been like, man, that random dude, he's a little chubby. God, he looks like he looks doughy. You that's a pretty true. That's pretty true. I never that. say that. Actually, we don't we don't think that that's way. True. Right? But it's in our head and we think about all these things that like, you know, if I can only do this or look this way or act this way or be this person or have this job, then I'm gonna be content. And the reality is is that's not fulfilling. That's not right, gonna yeah. ever fulfill us. So to go back to, and by the way, I get a little ADD-ish on things, so I apologize. Welcome but to, to the team. But yeah. to circle team back ADD. on... You guys on, check out that bike. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's beautiful. Do you guys like cars? I have a 67 Firebird. Ooh. I got to bring the thing back. You want to talk about that? Smokey oh, and the man. Bandit. Oh, man, yeah. It'll be here soon. Trust me. We'll see. It'll be part of... Hallelujah. Yes. Can I get a ride? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but to circle back on on that the question is, is, you know, how do I balance? It's just trying to focus on what matters the most and mm. making yeah, at the yeah. marginal decision what is going to make the biggest impact on my life. And it is something that work. We all have to work. We have to provide. It's how yeah, we're wired. Yeah. And if we don't do that, then I think we'll become empty and, and, and shellless. Even if you have a wife that makes all the money, you still, as men, we still have to do something that brings value. I think right. creating is what God has yeah, 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 put absolutely. in us. But focusing on that, understanding what's going to be the most, if it doesn't matter, it can wait. It really can. Yeah. And, and I, I think, love that. and, it doesn't mean don't do it. Doesn't mean be a good. Don't be a good steward to your your employer or, or you know your employees because that's important as well. Um, but if it is a moment that your kids go to bed at seven o'clock or eight o'clock, which a lot of bedtimes the kids have, mm-hmm. it's a lot of time after that. It's yeah. just what we fill it with: video games, TV. Netflix, yeah. Netflix. I mean, it's it's like you're gonna get no time. You yeah, but no your time. wife, you can Netflix and chill. That's right. Well, yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's biblical. And, yeah, and you know, and, and our what my wife, and I'll tell you what. First my, Hezekiah. First has <laughs> second opinions actually. <laughs> second opinion. I love that Bible. Where's that one? It's in a good. It's my own. I made it. It's yeah. the Bible you have translation. So you, you have white pages in the back of your Bible. <laughs> yeah. Just add things. Yeah, to Yeah, white out, and I have. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what I do as well. That's right. <laughs> It's awesome. It's really, I mean, like, look, babe, it's in the Bible. It's in the Every Bible. Every single night Every we single. must. Yes, exactly. it's in my handwriting, it's, but it's in the Bible. It doesn't matter. It's in the Bible. <laughs> That's right. It's in the Word. 
God gave me the ability to create new verses. <laughs> that's wrong. I'm a creator. That's what I do. I create. Yeah. The the the, uh, the, uh, the statements expressed here do not solely represent those of Nolan's. <laughs> So uh, anyways, anyways I'm getting back on, on track. This is us, though. This is our normal. This is Sweet. perfect. So we'll take it. Um, no, I, I love it because I feel like what I'm hearing is what do I leave behind? Right. Is what I'm leaving behind worth leaving behind? That's right. Um, and, I, and I feel like that's where sometimes we can throw, throw an excuse out to that. You know, and you, you, you mentioned a few things before you said, I've never been 100%. And I love what Andy Stanley says. He goes, you're never more than 80% sure of anything that you're going right. to do anyways. That's right. right. So I feel like, you know, you know, with the 24 hours that, that we have, there is a part of leaving, leaving that in the hands of God. And that's where faith comes in. Like, God, help me to, I feel like I'm failing. So God, help me examine and look and see where I can make those changes. And right. so, you know, because uh, you've got three kids under 10, right? Yeah, three under six. Under six. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you sleep about three hours a night. That's good. That's my, good. my wife's, a, I mean, she is a amazing blessing to me. I'll tell you what. That's, that's cool. That's, I mean. Are you going to have more kids? Uh, if it's up to her, I think she'd be, you know, up for more. I am. Uh, Go for I, four. I, I got four and they're fantastic. I love four. We stopped at two and yeah. we failed. That's yeah. all. I'm just, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll take Look, the failure stamp. I'm good with practicing. Um, as my, you know, I, it's, it's amazing when, when there's intent behind it, how much more it happens. So, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, <laughs> now I, I will say where we are right now, I'm 42 years old and, and I hate to say that I already feeling like the old dude because yeah. I still got a bunch yeah. of buddies of mine that are still having kids now and it's kind of become the new norm in your late thirties, yeah, late thirties, early forties. And it's not as big of a deal as I think when I was, you know, we had that in my mind, it's like, Oh, you gotta have a kid when you're in your twenties. I'm like, thank God I didn't have, no, no offense to people that had kids in their twenties. It's awesome. There's like my father-in-law and yeah. mother-in-law had them in their twenties and now they're in their fifties. 50s. My wife's 12 years younger than me. Yes, do the math. Um, so rock wow. star, yeah, rock it on, rock <laughs> on. That's it, man. Well, it's it's yeah, yeah. I, I can't say that I made great decisions in relationships throughout my life, but thank God, the last one was the a last great one. one was a great one. Yes, yeah. I I well, I was married prior, and it was um, it was. It was not a, a relationship that was ordained by God, and I can put it yeah. that way. It was ordained by my own pride, and it was it was it's something that I tried to force and fix, and it never, um, it was it was just not meant to be. But I love how God God redeemed that, oh, and God. now you guys again. I mean, oh I, my God, yeah. And I, I can tell in your demeanor every time every time that, that we talk, you are in love with your with For your sure. bride, and I think that's mm-hmm. maybe that's even something else. You know, in the midst of, of kids and life. How do you how do you do the relationship with your spouse in the midst mm-hmm. of this crazy? Like, how do you, you yep. know, have you made specific uh, goals or like what do you do? Can you share yep. a little bit about, yeah. about that as well? I think that's because I know she's got a full she's got a full on yeah. job she as well now. as being a mom. Yep. Which is so she's got two full time jobs for sure. And that's that's evolved recently. I mean, her job was you know she started a blog and all these things a couple four years ago more as just put her thoughts out as a stay at home mom. She had a career and she gave it up and yep. having two kids and you know that were you know you know under two years old it was just kind of empty and soulless and that's a whole nother podcast probably for women as far as what they go through because yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's but so she started this blog and just put her thoughts out there and, and got i mean i really believe again as another and keep saying repeating myself but i believe god blessed this and it was meant to be yeah, because yeah, it yeah. just exploded and she's really created a tribe of women that 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 support each other that kind of struggling during the you know the things that they struggle with and the things that we don't talk about just like what this podcast is about yeah. things that men don't talk about what we all feel right yeah. and that's what she's been able to put out and really just connected with people and you know her her ministry on this one isn't like hey like let's throw Jesus in the face but we're very open about the conversation point so with the evolution of her she was a stay-at-home mom it was me okay I'm gonna work I'm gonna put my head down and work and work and save as much money for the family um, but as she has 
you know, continued to, you know, start to bring in an income and she started to do more job. It's us. We're still in the, 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 like the, the phase of figuring that portion out. But yeah. when it comes down to like your spouse, I think going down to your kids, I don't think you can, it's hard to be, you can, it's hard to have a, a healthy relationship with your children if you don't have a healthy relationship with your spouse, in my yeah. opinion, um, because it becomes, it comes out of us, right? Like if you're, if you have a toxic relationship with the people in your house, it, you can compartmentalize, you know, compartmentalize, but it just, it comes through what you are. It's like being in a, in a, in a corporate environment, working with other people or in a church or whatever, and you have one bad person, you just feel horrible around them. You can, you know, and it impacts the culture. And, and I hate to say that, like, you know, let's combine corporate talk to what a family is, but if you don't have a solid rock, rock solid relationship with your spouse, it is harder to be a, a dad that's happy, that's peaceful. Right. So to me, it's setting expectations and yeah. not necessarily like, like sit down and like, this is exactly what we do, but it, but at least having a core of something that matters to you. And for our wife and I, and, and I, and I tease her all the time. I'm like, I came up with this model for a family and you, you know, you may not say it, but I'm going to say it all the time because I believe it. Um, it's, we, we laugh loud, we love big and we are brutally honest with each other. And, That's and cool. that is, is, is consistently who we are. Well, so when she asks you how she looks in a pair of pants, I laugh. Okay. <laughs> And then I try I to love, love big after that. I, love big. I try to yeah. love big. <laughs> well played. Well played. Thank you. You've been See, down that so road before. <laughs> well played. Well played. We go down that path, yes. Um, but that's made, th- th- I think the thing that connects us is laughter. And that's the one portion of, of Jen and I that is unique. I wouldn't say unique, but it's it's who we are. It's it's right. not taking not taking things too seriously like like there is very yeah. serious yeah. things in life and there's very serious conversations that happen but man there's so much joy that can be had in the yeah. day when you just make fun of each other and yeah. and, and honestly and sometimes it's the pride i think that'll get in the way like let your wife make fun of you yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's a lot more fun when you can be it's a little a, bit. And they're self. really good at it. Let's oh, be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they're going to do it anyway. They have a whole Let's arsenal ready to go. <laughs> they're either going to do it behind your back or in front of right. you. So might as well be with you. Yeah, exactly. own it. No, I'm just exactly. okay, so, own it. <laughs> so one of the things that you talked about, um, communication, communication, communication. Yeah, we understand sure. that's key to every relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you um, when you are in the midst of the the race of a family, mm-hmm. your communication can devolve into just product management. Sure. You know, managing the calendar, managing the activities, yep. managing the kids and the discipline and all that stuff. So how have you found um, ways to break through that and continue the intimate conversations that are essential to allow humor to take root and mm-hmm. continue to, to be a blessing in that community or in that family uh, with your wife and, and to be able to be honest and not see the honesty as a loving act, not as a arrow right. trying to take them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're throwing some uh, biggies at me, right? These are, these are the ones that were like, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't bring you in here for chit chat. Yes. So <laughs> let's talk about biomedical engineering next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the simple things. No. Okay. Simple things. So communication. Okay. So communi- is, he, is yeah. it, you, are you asking about to your children or to your spouse? To your spouse. Okay. Making time for them and prioritizing them. And I think that's the biggest thing is this and, you know, understanding their love language. Right. And something that speaks to them, because there are things that I do and have done and think like, oh, I'm going to get this awesome gift. I thought about it when I was traveling. And here I go. I got this thing. And look how much money I spent on this thing. And and she's like, cool. Right. So put it away. That's not. 
before you go too further, I, w- I want to explain real quick the love language idea. And there's yeah. a great book out there. A lot of these guys on the podcast may not be familiar okay. with the love language. And so it's this concept that um, the way that I receive love is often the way that I give love. But there's different languages of love. And so mm-hmm. if you're giving love in the language they don't understand, they're not going to feel it. Mm-hmm. So the love languages, as I remember them, and please correct me, gifts, mm-hmm. um, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, and acts of service. That's correct. Correct? That sounds and, right. Wait, you said gifts, acts of service, quality time, and acts of service. Yeah. Right. Well, well my wife says acts important. of service. <laughs> That's two acts of service. I think most, I would say a lot of women are acts of service. Yeah, I think so. That's Word, pretty yeah. good. Gifts, quality time, words of affirmation. What else would you say? We should probably have, have prepped this beforehand. Oh, there's nothing wrong with prepping. Um, See, this is when quality time. Um, anyways, so the key is to understand your spouse's love language right. and um, how she feels love and then make sure that you connect with her on that. Like, Correct. again, mine is gifts. And when we first got married, I would buy her gifts all the mm-hmm. time. And she'd be like, oh, that's nice. And then she'd put it down and I'd be devastated because yes. I'm like, I'm, I'm giving you this great moment of love. And she's like, I could <clears throat> care less. However, if I carve out time to just sit with her at the dining room table with nothing going on and the TV's yeah. off and the phone's down, she sees that as this amazing amount of love because it's quality time. And it's, it's actually an act of service to Correct. her, too. Yep. And so you're, you're dialed in on that. Quality time. That was the one. Yeah, yeah it was uh, yeah. quality time, exchanging gifts, acting selflessly, touching, and using affirmative. Physical touch. We didn't even do Phys- physical touch. What is wrong with all of us? True. It's probably because it's us. mainly our love language. <laughs> that was before the podcast. <laughs> exactly. So anyways, so continue with that conversation about love languages yeah, and, so and the importance of communicating with your wife for, in that. For sure, that does make a difference because to, to the point of what you said, if we're doing something, expecting something out of it, and if we don't get it, we feel hurt, we feel abandoned, like, oh, they, they're just, you know, I've done all this, and yeah. you don't respect me, and, right. and, you know, the whole thing with respect in men is a whole, like, thing that if we don't feel respected, then suddenly our wives don't love us, and they don't like us, and they don't want to be yeah, with yeah, us, yeah. and sometimes it's it's very much further from the truth, because what we're doing just doesn't connect with it, and, right. it's, and it's vice versa as well. Sometimes they're doing things that doesn't click, so understanding each other... And knowing that if like, hey, you're, you know, to me, mine, mine is words of affirmation because I can sit and write a card and spend time on it and be like, oh, man, this is, my wife's going to love this. I'm so romantic <laughs> right now. And she flips to the I'm card. I'm killing I'm it. I'm killing it. She's like, man, oh, that's really nice. Thanks, Mike. Uh, and I'm like, oh. Thanks oh, a lot. Cool. That, that was four hours yeah. of my yesterday. I was hoping yeah. for this angelic. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but, she stands up, rips off all her clothes. This is a come right. and take yeah. me. And you, but, she's like, oh, that's nice. To me, but I do the dishes. Mama's bow, happy. Chicka, bow, oh yeah! Bow. I'll tell you what, you learn the simple things it's in like life. Like Barry White <laughs> turns on in her head, you know. Yeah. Forget that. Honestly, hilarious moment. So, um, I was at a conference and we talked about an acronym. Did I share this last week? You did. It's awesome. I was All hoping right. you shared. So, she is the acronym, and uh, it's the idea of how to increase the probability of possibly, maybe, just maybe, having intimacy with your wife that night. <laughs> And it's a she acronym, and it's the idea of sleep. So let her sleep in or give her, give her a nap. The next one is housework. Sure. Do something around the house, but she has to see it and acknowledge it. That's the key. Like, you just can't do it in spread. Like, like, don't be afraid to call out and say, I'm doing a she moment right here. Yeah. So doing the dishes, phone the laundry. And then uh, make some sort of emotional connection throughout the day, and that will increase maybe just a little bit, but the possibility of maybe, just maybe, having intimacy that night. Yeah. So that's, that's my gift to the world, she. I'm, we, uh, covertly I'm, I'm stealing that. that yeah, is now, exactly. I now own that as, as trademark Todrick. So That's thanks, it, man. Guys. Well, I'll tell you, 
You know, we always go back to this podcast, but for some reason when we talk about our wives, it always goes back to how can we how get more can sex? How can we get more booty? That's exactly that's, it. It's, yeah. And hey. it's biblical. Honey, Again, it's biblical. Things every guys think about, but no yeah. one's willing to talk about. So yeah. guys, you know, we've, we've talked in the past about being a student of your spouse and really mm. like continuing to. So this is another one of those calls to go, guys, become a student of your spouse. Yep. That Five Love Languages book, you know, you can get it as an audio book. So right after this one, download the audio book. I think it's like $13. But believe me, boys, it's going to pay dividend yeah. long run. That's all it I'm going to say. And, and it applies to your kids as well. And that's yes, what I'm realizing. Yes. Your kids are getting older. Like what things that we do, like, again, we keep, we, is, despite the fact that, like, we may know this, I find myself kind of going back to the same routine. Like, oh, I'm going to give them a lot of hugs and I'm going to give mm-hmm. them attention. That's what I need, right? And right. sometimes we put things that we need on other people and we don't mm-hmm. get the return on it. So it is important, I think, to understand how your kids receive love, just like yeah. your spouse does. And because we're all different. They're not clones of us. They're, they're unique human beings that God has given a soul and an, and a will to. And yeah. We need to under, understand, address that, and, and be cognizant, especially if you have a mo, you know a son or a daughter who has very emotional. If we don't carry yeah. emotions, and, I, and I'm would I would say I lean on the side of being more emotional than my wife. Actually, from an mm. external standpoint, it's just right. that's just who I am, and I'm okay talking about emotions. She's very much like no PDA. We're not going to talk about this, and that's just who she is. And right. I've had to become comfortable with that. But when it comes to the, your spouse, I think listening, and that's the other thing is is and I'm. I'm horrible at it, as you can tell, because I like to overtalk people. This is my podcast now. <laughs> um, so I'm loving it. I'm welcome loving to it. the Armor Coffee. Yeah, podcast. that's right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for letting us be your. This guest is episode today. 49 of No Armor <laughs> Legacy. Oh, no armored legacy. <laughs> no <laughs> legacy armor. <laughs> but um, but listening to them is super important because man. It's amazing how God can speak through them yeah, to absolutely. us, and if we just listen. And hopefully your spouse, like like mine, and again, I've been very blessed in this, is she challenges me every single day to be a better version of myself. Nice. And although some people can say that's nagging, I look at that as her challenging in a way. Yeah, because if I didn't have her, I would be so much lazier. I'd be so much... Um, more selfish, right? Right, and I think that's one thing is is we don't realize how selfish we are until we get married, and we don't realize how selfish we are until we have kids, right? right. Because oh, yeah, it's like absolutely. they're like, oh my gosh, there's no time for me, and I'm the only person <laughs> that matters, and it's realizing that it's like, wow, when you give, 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 it's 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 there has to be a point in time for you to you chase your passions, your emotions, and things like that. But giving is 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 part of what we're we're designed to do as well, and which will give us a thousandfold return on it in the, in the tail end of our life. But with with your spouse. Um, you know, listening to them, understanding them, hopefully they challenge it. And sometimes looking at it as not being so prideful to close your ears and mind up and be like, they're just trying to change me. Well, yeah. I mean, you need to be changed. We all do. I, think, I mean, let's look in the mirror yeah. and realize we are not everything we yeah. should be. And what a gift it is that the most intimate person in our life sees a better us available. Correct. And is willing to invest yep. in that and make yeah. that awkward conversation. For sure. And as long as it's not losing yourself. Right? right. There's a right. difference between changing, changing your actions that would have a, re- a positive reaction on somebody else, losing yourself, losing your passions, yeah. finding hopelessness or be- becoming hopeless because of the circumstances around you is usually an internal thing, not external. It's right. not because of them. That's because of us, in my yeah. opinion. And he so done how, smart. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there, there's a lot of correlation to the Holy Spirit and, and, and the heart of a woman. It's amazing how much my wife has such a better, um, I guess, view of the Holy Spirit. When when something's going on, she's like uh, she has way better uh, 
uh, intuition, I guess I'd say, right. that I'm like, wow. And, and, and you begin to see the heart of the comforter. And, and, but I love that even in the midst of the comfort, sometimes our wives are not the ones who are the most consoling. It's like, get back up. You're fine. Get up. Yes. And we're like, and especially in our daughters, it's like, no, my girls hurt. You know, and you're like, yes. and she's like, they're fine. And, and I love oh, how, yeah. how, how, how God has allowed both sides of that picture. That's the beauty of the marriage is I believe that's the full picture of who God is to the world. There's this, there's this guy, you know, it's like waffles and spaghetti. You've probably heard that before. Guys are waffles, women are spaghetti, where every thought runs together in a woman. But a guy is like, well, we could murder somebody and go, let's go have break and let's go have yep. some uh, breakfast. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's just this wow. idea. You know, <laughs> maybe it's not that extreme. Whoa. But, it, you know, you're like, <laughs> but you get to this point where it's like, where, where, where you can rationalize, I need to defend my home at all costs. Yes. And... Uh, I want sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. I mean, you know, so I, it, maybe those are not that closely in the waffle, but anyways, <laughs> yeah. you get what I'm saying? The idea that it's compartmentalized. That, yes, like what yes you're exactly. He said it better than I did, but anyways. Yeah. The, so. But the interesting thing about compartmentalization is, is that it does bleed over as much as we think we are good at compartmentalizing. You look at, you know, I am prior military. I was deployed. I had, you know, combat actions and, yeah. and when, People compartmentalize the point without expressing and talking about that. It bleeds over into their life. It breaks down. We try to compartmentalize things like, eh, it's no big deal what happened to me or what happened there or things that have happened in my past. Like, we have to talk about the way Break those fun. down. You ha- it's, it's super important. Otherwise, it'll just, it'll, it'll eventually tear you apart. As we wrap up this conversation, Mike, I sure. really do appreciate your insights and your honesty <laughs> and your humor. Did Absolutely. I talk about anything? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. But I, I, I would say, um, I, I would throw out there, Bill, um, I think a podcast that we need to do that we have not ventured into is military guys that are wrestling with um, the compartmentalization of active duty yeah. and how to come back in healthy ways. Because there's a lot of guys out there yeah. that may or may not be listening and tagging into this that on the inside, there are some deep demons. Yes that yeah. are affecting them and they don't know what to do with them and it is affecting their marriages it is affecting their kids mm-hmm. their vocation their self value their self worth and they're beating the hell out of it themselves yeah. because they haven't figured out how to navigate that and I feel like you might have some wisdom to yeah. speak into that to invite them to 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 address it and, and, and give them hope to get beyond it yeah right. yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We'll, so that we'll might be a really good that, podcast yeah. we'll definitely bring that up because I know there are guys yeah. who I've talked to who, who listen to our podcast who struggle with, with PTSD currently trying trying to wrestle through that but have kind of more compressed it down because there's no one to really bring they, they don't feel like they, like they can trust anybody right. well so that's a big thing that's, that's a the, huge yeah. thing it's it's who and when can you talk in a safe environment about it without being judged because depression is a real thing right yeah. and oh, yeah. and it's you know i i am very blessed i've never struggled with it thank god but i i have had people very close to me that i've had yeah. struggle with it and you know, there's there's one thing about throwing a pill at you and saying, take this. Um, some people look at that as being weak, and sometimes they over-medicate, sometimes they over-medicate, but without th- discussions and talk, and also, in my, in, 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 not in my opinion, in my fact, you need God. Christ yeah. is the only thing that's going to really fill some of those voids in you. Right. Yeah. And um, give you the forgiveness. For sure. Because you know? it's the, it's the, it's the, thing, the thing that tears people down is it's that there's a survivor's complex, like, okay, if somebody past that you know is very close to you and you weren't deployed and why am I to blame for this and likewise things that you've done that you say how do I reconcile this from this action to what I'm supposed to be with now and what I've seen right those but it yeah, I think the safe zone, the trust zone, that is something important. I think that would be a phenomenal podcast because yeah, it does impact other, it yeah. impacts everything in life. Yeah, yeah, and, and it goes back to our heart of adventure because military service is a huge adventure. And then you get back to the stateside and you're put into some 
podunk job, yep. and you're like going, where the hell's my adventure? That's right. Well, it's yeah, and, I, and we have a lot of guys. One of the the mission statements for Armor is I want to I want to do veteran employment, and to me, it's oh, awesome. there's one thing about giving charity to a veteran. There's a lot of phenomenal charities out there, especially for disabled vets, and and but there are a lot of vets that think they were going into a venture and our country to to it's great and it's awesome but they put a very huge hero title on vets and right. military and the reality is is that some people develop a sense of entitlement behind that without knowing it gotcha. and they come out into civilian work and and like well but i'm a vet so therefore i don't have to work as hard because the reality, I, mean, I can tell you and again i can speak it as a vet some of the the best people I've hired have been veterans, and some of the worst have been veterans mm. because of this one thing called entitlement. And if mm. you're entitled and think of what you've done in the past is going to bring you to the future, there's nothing further from the truth to it. And again, you keep I've heard this many times. Yeah, but I'm a vet, you know. But you know what I've gone through. I'm like, yeah, I do, which also makes me be able to call out your crap if I have right. to, right? So, but there's still that connection. It's about guiding people towards a culture and a community to realize that. Look, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for every person that served this country. It is volunteer. It's an amazing blessing. It's a privilege that I believe that I've been able to do for this country. It's, it's, has served. And But they paid for my college. There's a lot of things I've received as right. a benefit as well. But, you know, providing value to society, making difference in people's lives, that's that's really what make the most important thing is that we have to do. Yeah, we, we need to definitely podcast, do a, we need do a to podcast. Do. For sure. Yeah, for so, sure. so I feel like, you know, just like you said, as we're wrapping up, I mean, the things I really picked up from what you were saying were definitely be continue to be a student of your spouse mm-hmm. uh you know check out that five love languages book guys if you have Absolutely. read it read it again i need to go go back and read it listen to your spouse acknowledge your spouse in front of your kids oh yeah vocally to her oh, yeah you know yeah. tell her who she is and what she means to you because again like we talked about before when you do this in front of your kids you're actually doing this in front of your great grandchildren because your right. kids will they will completely emulate what you do and then can I make a comment on yeah, this? Yeah, one? absolutely. And don't be afraid to kiss your wife or your kids. And Hallelujah. Hug them and hold them. Gross and, and them out. Yeah, totally gross them out because that's the emulate. Like your your sons and your daughters will see that as healthy. part of the the healthy as the example of what a, yeah. uh, a man and a woman should be doing that are in love with each other, right? Yes. Did you hear that, Tara? Get ready. I'm kissing you more <laughs> in front of the kids. Yeah, because you got teenagers, so they need to see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I would say the last thing, sit with your spouse and make expectations. Yeah. And then don't don't cross those lines, because it sounds like you haven't crossed those lines. Yeah, we, oh, we, we can. I, we can cross them, right? Yeah. But I feel like making those expectations and going, crap, I went too far. I'm sorry. That's right. But at least you got them. Yeah. Well, and, it, and know that all arguments aren't bad arguments. No. Like this one thing, Jen and I, we argue just like any other couple right. out there. And people are like, oh, do you guys? Are you, you guys aren't perfect? <laughs> Come maybe, on. Argument. I think all right, is we're going to stop this right now. We say yeah. we, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but when it comes, w- w- like those, w- if you have an argument, the point is, is to have something healthy come from it. And right. if you don't yeah. have something, if it just becomes toxic and, and the thing that I, you know, I think all of us struggle with is like when you feel hurt, you go to a place of, of sometimes unconsciously like, well, I just want to hurt you now. Yeah. And then there's no, yeah. there's no productivity in it. And to me, it's like, okay, let's talk about this. And I am very much talker and you know, and, and, and I know you guys have probably said this in the podcast before and apologize if I haven't heard you guys say okay. this, but it's like, there is something to be saying is like, sometimes eat the humble burger and just say sorry, even if yeah. you're not at that moment because right. you will be later and you'll sleep yeah. on it and you're like, yeah, I was kind of the jerk. I yep. was I was kind of the issue. And even though she was a jerk too, there, you, we all have to own something yeah. on it at some point. And it's better to diffuse the situation to be able to like get a place where you can both actually have a constructive conversation as opposed to just pointing fingers at each other. And one thing I didn't say on this that I, I want to, for sure common is that you do have to pray together 
Yeah. And, and if you don't, even if you're not praying together, pray with her. Some, you know, yes. not every night, my wife and I, it's not like we're rip, ripping over the Bible, like, you know, you know, James chapter two, verse five, let's talk right now. Um, <laughs> we're, you know, sometimes it's like, she's in bed, she's going to sleep. Yeah. I just put my hand on her yep. and I say silent prayer. I talk about her. I put blessings over the family. That's something every single night that I do yeah. with her for sure. No matter Absolutely. What. So, anyway, love it. Golden stuff. Love man. it. Love it. Love it. Mike, thank you for your time, your insights and your thoughts. And I look forward to the next one. Bill, God bless you, brother. Hey, yeah. Well, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Um, we are going to take a break in the next couple of podcasts. May do a few more, but then that's going to be it. Um, Season two coming up in September, so yes. I'll be ready for that. Yes, and uh, you know, in the midst of all this, we talked about uh, some some of the things that we've talked about before. We have a series called Step Into the Awkward. Yes. Inside our podcast, you're going to want to check that out because a lot of it is stepping into the awkward of your wife. If you've never prayed with her, if you've never uh, really had a conversation with her beyond just just the needs, the physical needs, um, check out our podcast. Uh, you know, ch- Check out those few. The first and, few. It's, uh, yeah. I think episode two, three, and four are the Something step like into the awkward. Yeah. So take take a look at them. Uh, Mike, thank you again yeah. so much for being here. Total pleasure. To be, no, yeah. thanks for inviting me, guys. And I'll, I'll say this. Thank you for what you're doing. Well, thank you. You guys man. are making a difference in men's thanks. lives. And it's it's something that is very much needed. So I'm, I'm very proud to be a part of this. Awesome. Well, Keep I'm it up. proud to drink the coffee that you provide <laughs> armor coffee armor as coffee. always check the us Armacano. out on facebook <laughs> uh, check us out on facebook if you have any questions comments or concerns info at knownlegacy.org and uh, we'll get back to them within a year or so and uh <laughs> Just Anyways, keep scrolling through them. Um, thank you, as always. If it's something that's meaningful, share it with your brother, share it with your dad, share it with the other men in your life, and uh, see what God might do. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy Podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.